We're here with Holly Ann Peck, Director of Marketing for Karma Automotive. This is Amplify, a retail automotive podcast brought to you by Reuters Events and DeSoto. It's time it's to make the most innovative voices in retail automotive louder. Here we are, Holly Ann. Good to have you. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing today? What? Morning. 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 Look at that. Morning. I think at the Reuters <laughs> event, there's like yes. a different, there's a different greeting. Everybody just kind of opens up the palate just a little bit Stands more. Just a little. Taller. That's terrible. Yes. Why am I doing an yeah, English accent? Go. Come here on. We <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Holly, I'm good to have you here. It's the first time I think we've ever Thank been you. on like a podcast together. We yes. Yes. I've always been behind the scenes minute, right? for a while, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So tell us, tell us about your current role. Like what, what are you doing on a regular basis? Where are we going with this? <laughs> well, I'm the director of marketing at Karma Automotive. And um, it's really exciting time for us right now. And so, believe it or not, marketing is kind of just running around like crazy, trying to make sure everything is I ready. And um, there's so much to talk about. I could sit here for three hours just talking about what we do in one morning, right? Um, but, you know, we've got a team that's just really hungry to be out there and, and get ourselves uh, known a little more. Okay. Uh, and. Uh, you're going to see some exciting things. So tell us a little bit about Karma because it's newer to the market, right? Uh, just as a brand, but tell us a little bit about what the brand's doing and, and how it's coming to market. Well, we're a little different than um, some of the other EV companies that are out there. There's, there's a ton of us, right? Um, as, as we're kind of needed uh, in the market right now and growing, but we are America, American made. Um, we're and honestly, we're America's only ultra luxury vehicle. And it's been around for, been around, like I've only been here for about it lately, but you've been around for a little while. Yes. Or at least in, in like concept and like, pro, you know, yes. prototypes and all that stuff. Exactly. Um, we're actually going on about 10 years. Wow. Um, okay. And we have a, a, a wonderful vehicle that we uh, have for sale right now. Um, we also have um, an amazing design team and a new leader, Marcus McCammon who has a design background, among other things. I mean, the guy kind of does everything uh, and does it all well. Um, so we're all very focused on the future of American-made ultra-luxury. So uh, separate ultra-luxury ultra from luxury for us. <laughs> that, that's an interesting debate I actually had yesterday here. Um, somebody was telling me it's only about the price. That means you're going to charge a lot. Um, no. <laughs> uh. um, it's also about the experience. The fact that you can um, be one of very small amount of people to own the car. Um, so it's definitely a niche market. You know, we're not looking for mass appeal. We're not looking for the, uh, I'm going to sell three million cars this year. That'll, that's not us. It's that's not, not the, the market yeah. we're going for. Right. And we just, there's a gap there that we feel we can fill and fill yeah. well. Now, you, uh, through your history in automotive, have been primarily on the industry partner side of things, right? And so moving to an OE, and especially an, an EV OEM, is got to be, like, come with its new excitements and challenges. Talk through that transition and, like, what assuming kind of a new role within the industry is, has been. Well, I'll actually go a little further because uh, I only met you when that was going on. But my actual background is I started in dealerships. Okay. And um, I started a bunch of internet departments when it was a phase. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll get through this. Let's just yeah, do it exactly, for now. exactly. But then I just kept wondering, you know, and I don't know that a lot of salespeople on the floor understand, like, how do the cars get here? Where do they come from? What they just show up one day? And who's that guy in the suit that keeps walking in the building once a month and then just leaves? 
you know. So I had it's to all the attention when he's here. Exactly. Like everyone, moves everyone has to clean up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They tell me to clean my desk, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so then I realized, you know, there's a whole side of the business that you know I never knew existed, and so um, I actually got a job with Subaru of America. Uh, okay. Love Subaru um, and the company, what it stands for, how they go, how they go to market, how they've been growing amazingly, and then I was recruited by um, Lincoln. Ford Motor Company to come help them uh, with their process training and uh, digital online experiences and all the customer experiences. So you've had some of that OEM experience yeah. in your past. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's very cool. And honestly, Link, working with Lincoln, I mean, such a great organization, um, you know, and then I had a, an opportunity to go work on the vendor side. So I do have all three, ah, <laughs> dealer, OEM, and vendor. Uh, and then I was... Um, lucky to be able to work with Carrie Wise over at AutoFi and the team there and um, learned a lot about fintech um, and you know even more about digital retailing and then William called me one day uh, my boss at Karma and I was like this is an amazing opportunity this is amazing I need to I need to do this so I literally moved my entire life from Florida I lived on the beach in Florida and was constantly warm um, to uh California, which is absolutely beautiful, but I'm freezing constantly. What part of California? <laughs> I live in Southern California. Our offices are in Irvine, so I actually so you live really in Laguna. Must love the heat because I don't know no. that anyone. Yeah, like Irvine. California is like 70 year round, and to a Floridian, that's cold. It is. It, it is right. That sounds amazing. <laughs> I'm constantly in a hoodie. Uh, it's just it's always a little chilly, but the, it's just beautiful there. So. Paul's like that's balmy. Like yeah, <laughs> from Syracuse. People right? escape the city. <laughs> that's great. No, it's it's great. It's great. It was a good move for me uh, career wise. Uh, working with a great team, great company, and I get to live in Southern California. I'm not really sure it could get much better, right? So when it comes to the customer experience, you were talking about that a little bit earlier. Mm -hmm. And when an ultra luxury brand has to compete in a, a world where, like, you're uh, you're working not to compete in price, you're working to compete in status or experience. Exactly. What are some of the challenges that come up for the brand in in finding the right market, in making sure that market understands who it is, and then understands how they're connected to that brand yes. past to purchase? Yeah. It's 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 actually not as easy as it might sound to some people. I know there's a lot of people who haven't really done marketing, and I was that person in the beginning of my career, right? I'm, I'm in sales going, why aren't these marketing people doing more? Now that I'm in marketing and have learned a lot about it, it it's actually, it, you can't have marketing that's effective without a client experience attached to it. Um, and that's a very difficult concept for some people to um, actually pull in to their marketing. Um, so it, it's not just, hey, here, here's, a, here's a direct mail piece. Here's a banner ad. It's about the experience that goes with it. And I think you guys have probably talked about it to other people when you're talking about like, you know, digital transactions or digital retailing. It's the same. How are you going to make a, a client feel like you're paying attention to just them, that personalized customer experience through digitally? You know, so we're kind of the same way. So how do you, from a tier one aspect grab someone's heartstrings what's the what's so. the handoff that typically happens in your world someone you know uh finds the brand or goes to the website you know i don't know if they, they place an order like how does your ordering system work <laughs> there, like uh, physical stores yes combined we, yeah I know we you do have some. we have uh over 35 stores uh, globally most are in north those? america 
do you call them stores retail out like because i know they're they're kind of bougie and the, they're yeah. really cool <laughs> they are a little bougie i guess um, ultra luxury I, I, well, I would say they ultra be. luxury and not be bougie. <laughs> not be bougie a little bit well right. then i am a little bougie i suppose bougie. um i like it i could be fine i don't know that seems like a wristband <laughs> I'm a little, little bougie. bougie. I'm a little bougie. <laughs> Feeling bougie. <laughs> <laughs> Next T-shirt for a yes. soto. Um, yeah. No. I. It. It's hard to. It's. It's hard to kind of find that niche and that feel. What's the What's the average journey? Like, what What is some? How does someone buy a car? Honestly, right now we're very typical, um, in how you would buy a car, and that is a lot of people come to our website. They go to a local dealer mm-hmm. and buy it like they would, like we, you know, most of they us like that experience. Not, think not necessarily, luxury. not necessarily, not necessarily. Okay. Yeah. So we're working on processes right now to change that and and make it so that number one, we're not eliminating the dealer uh, necessarily, you know, the way people would think, but also helping the dealer. So you know, our website, ordering services, anything of that nature that can help them feel personally taken care of and I, I think the one thing that you know I say this not everybody um, but I really feel like the new wealthy or the you know the new idea of wealth is more about time experience loving people mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. It's, it's more about that personal um, private time and not having to spend all your time running around going to a car dealer doing all this stuff which kind of goes in again to the the, yeah, reta- the digital feel, right yeah makes you feel what's special. that what's the value of a minute is more than what's exactly. the value of a dollar That's exactly right. i mean can i am i going to spend three hours at a dealership just test driving and landing on a car never mind going through finance right, yeah, right. or do i want to spend three hours at my kid's soccer game or or going out and trying a new restaurant with my friends i mean so it's very much so about personal experience and i think that the more the higher end uh, ultra luxury is definitely looking for that customized experience. Come to me sort of idea or how, how are you going to come to me? Yeah. Well, look, I love that we just talked ultra luxury on the floor with Holly Ann. We're super bougie. bougie. Thanks for joining us today, Holly Ann. It's been great. (laughs) Thank you guys. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the Amplify podcast brought to you by Reuters events and the SOTU. For more engaging episodes like this, subscribe or follow on your favorite podcast platform. You can learn more about our hosts, Paul J. Daly and Cal Mountsier, by visiting asotu.com.